maybe a pant load of uh, stuff coming up on the show today. Uh, We will uh, talk about uh, dating dictionary. If you're an older dater, there's some younger terms we'll we'll let you know about. A little bit of daylight savings. Uh, Is it okay to take a plate of ribs on the plane and eat it next to uh, your seatmate? Uh, We'll talk about movie theaters, David Attenborough, employee discount sales, and... uh, Questions women have about men. We as men, Brett and I, who is here, uh, we will answer your questions as best as we can uh, about men. So all of that's coming up. Uh, it's been, a, a in, <laughs> in my world, a kind of a, like a topsy-turvy week in that uh, I mentioned this last week. My mother is in the hospital getting uh, what we like to call a tune-up. She's had lifelong lung disease and... Uh, once or twice a year now, she goes into the hospital for a couple of weeks and they give her uh, IV antibiotic, antibiotics um, a couple of times a day to, to basically tamp down the, the lung disease. So that's happening. And while she's in the hospital, uh, my niece came to stay at my mother's house. Initially, my mother was supposed to be here to kind of look after things, uh, but such is not the case. So I've been sort of um, looking after that side of things. And there's a bit of a broken telephone thing going on in that I took this niece, I went, I went with this niece down to visit my mother at the hospital. And on the way home, we stopped at a kind of a little restaurant thing. And you order at the, at the, uh, at the counter and then go sit down. But anyway, I placed my order uh, and, and I think the lady said together, and I said, oh, no, just that. And then my niece ordered right after me, and she just got a little bowl of mac and cheese. So had I known that she was get, just going to get a mac, mac and cheese, I would have said, yeah, just put it all, all together. Or maybe maybe I was being a little bit miserly and, and not just saying, ah, I'll, I'll cover it. But what happened was she talked to her mother out in Alberta, mm-hmm. and then her mother talk to my mom's sister who from what i've heard gets information and then somehow it changes it changes in her in her head to something else so what happened was the story was i didn't pay for this little mac and cheese but i had, I had already placed my order maybe it was a little miserly so what came back from my mother is jp your uncle your aunt and uncle are very mad at you uh you, they they say you made uh, M- Mika pay for all of your groceries. 
<laughs> so wow, that's uh, good afternoon, Canada. <laughs> yeah, by the way, yeah. say hello. So that's the folks. the broken cellophane. So it went from a serving of mac and cheese to the groceries. Yeah, to she she so it was had like a to game bu- of telephone as you yeah, alluded she, to it earlier. She yeah. had to buy my entire <laughs> amount of groceries. If only yeah. that could be, you know, found. You know, if only you could make that come true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would. If if it's gonna be said about me, at least at least bring it to life. I think so. But uh, yeah. So I. So then I have to like send the message back through third parties. Well, no, he didn't actually do that. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was just it, a bowl of mac and cheese. It was all a big misunderstanding. Yes. This is how families are torn apart because all because of a small side yeah. dish of mac and cheese. Right. All this child wanted was mac and cheese. How old is this person? Uh, she is uh, 19, just turned 19. That's a borderline case. Yeah. You can make the case that she's on the hook for her own she's food. A, she's an adult, but I I probably should have been level like a, adult right there. I should have been a better better host. And, yeah, uh, arguably. But. If, we, if, I you went, knew, if you knew that the for the cost of a yeah, the cost of just that. a bowl of mac and cheese, <laughs> you could have had family peace. You definitely would have paid that price. My reputation is in tatters over a, yeah. a two dollar bowl of mac and oh, cheese. Oh well. <laughs> uh, my dog is an anxious dog. I, I I don't think I've shown any pictures. He's basically a small beagle, about a twenty pound beagle, and he's always been kind of anxious and and wary of other dogs. So he'll. If they come up to him, he'll give a loud bark to kind of say back off. But there's one specific breed of dog that he is, I can't figure out why, but he's really aggressive towards. Like if, if he sees a variety of this dog, he starts going crazy, wants to run out and attack it. And so a lot of times I'll be walking with him on a, on a long leash or, or sometimes off leash. And I have to, I have to be constantly scanning the horizon for any of these dogs. So basically uh, it's a French bulldog. Okay. What, does, and so this beagle doesn't like the French do, bulldog. Does not like French bulldogs. And I, I try to think oh. of, of why I try to try to put some reasoning behind it. Like was he at a doggy daycare at some point and had a bad, uh, bad incident with a, a French bulldog. Right. It, is it their squashed face? Uh, sure. Maybe it's because I I am kind of anti French bulldog because they're a breed that shouldn't exist because they're it's hard for the, it's like breathing through a straw when they yeah, when they right. breathe. There's a lot of those though. So it's, I it's, feel like there's a lot of breeds. No, none of the breeds maybe should exist. True, true. But this but in, this one in particular is very like like peculiar. health health wise. It's the, it's the worst for health and. I think part of it it's become very trendy because uh, I think it was Lady Gaga had some and then oh. celebrity and then everyone else wants to to jump this train maybe in any case I uh, <laughs> my dog it's I guess it's not I don't know what the version of racism is when it comes to dogs because if, Breedist. if, if it was like a, a if different breeds of dogs were race races my dog would technically be a racist dog it's a breedist dog yeah, he's but a dogs are allowed to be breedist what I find embarrassing because they can't explain <laughs> no <laughs> the 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 problem with the French bulldog. It's just a uh, uh, but maybe he has a reasoning. But if he doesn't, then it, sure. it's it's just 
and it, but we it's can't certainly... assume that he doesn't have a reason. Maybe that he's it's my... just breedist. Maybe <laughs> he was abused. Maybe it's my parenting where where he's he's caught on to the fact that I I'm you know I'm I'm kind of anti uh, uh, French bulldogs and maybe he's like oh well, you my, think he's if my dad is like your that, prejudice maybe, yeah. Like father, like son. Uh huh. The most embarrassing. That's how it happens. It's multi generational, uh, yeah. uh, toxic uh, uh, behavior and, and thought processes. <laughs> it travels down through the generations. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I like a French bulldog. My dog doesn't either. Yeah. It's a tradition in my family. We pass it on down. And if my dog has puppies, well, he's neutered, but he won't. He won't. But if he did, right. uh, the the weirdest thing to see, or, or or most embarrassing to see for other people is. Uh, sometimes you'll see dogs that maybe haven't really been exposed to people of different colors. Uh, uh, and, and they start barking aggressively at, right. at non-white people. And, and sometimes sure. sometimes you look at the owner and you're like, oh, yeah, I get that. Other times it's just, uh, you know, you know, it just hasn't been exposed. I've, it's I've like, had, well, you know, the owner's on the hook for having a, a diversity of friends. This is true. Or, That's or what exposing the dog to many things, especially when it's young. I have a Sheltie, and Shelties are known to be breedist. They only really want to have anything to do with other Shelties I didn't most know of the time. And do, does he try to herd you? Does he try to get you he and does. family to go in a specific yeah, way? There was, a, there was one incident where there was like a toddler, and he was much younger, and uh, the toddler was kind of like, interested in interacting with them a little bit. And then the parents were kind of like not paying attention. And I just looked at the situation. I was like, this is not <laughs> going to end well because this child is going to get herded by this dog. Yeah. But I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't prepared to control everything at every moment. Children need to learn sometimes. Well, he was too young to learn. That poor baby. <laughs> poor baby. And it probably was just it, like a, a quick, uh, you know, adjustment of the diaper or something, you know, like the dog just went, you know, mm. Just a quick little like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to move you. You're, you're kind of a random. Yeah, he wants to kind of try to corral things. Yeah, well, that's it's, yeah, that's what they do. That's that's their thing. My dog has his nose on the ground all the time. Oh yeah. And every every spring when the snow melts, it it feels like every single year in April, there's a trip to the vet because he's got some kind of like. Uh, issue with his stomach like he's pooping blood or he's throwing oh, okay yeah and and i always think it's well because all this crap has kind of melted and and revealed itself and and he yeah. he just his nose is so close to the ground that you can't catch him between he's sniffing it and eating it right. at least a baby if it tries to grab something you have like a foot a couple of seconds to get your get your your hand yeah. in there uh I'm a huge fan of David Attenborough. Okay. Are you familiar with David Attenborough? I feel like he hosts uh, Nature or perhaps uh, other documentaries. Yes. Yeah. So I'm the aware abundance that, of, of him as a attracts other visitors to the peninsula in the summer. Antarctic minke whales. Their pointed heads and short dorsal fins Give them speed That's basically and endurance. Uh, yeah, his right. voice, but he, yeah, he's a nature documentary guy. Uh, I think the most famous example is uh, Planet, the Planet Earth series, and Blue Planet, which I think for the American version, they may have replaced his voice with Oprah, which is is a, is a sin, an incredible sin. Interesting, but he is the 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 just a, a 
all around amazing guy. He's 96 years old. So in the mm-hmm. back of my head, whenever I see new new stuff with him, I'm like, oh god, it's like I have this dread that it's coming soon that that this national or international treasure is going to uh, is is no longer going to be with us. But maybe they will use AI and, and he will be with us in. Come in, on, man! No, You're a broadcaster. I know. I know. We gotta have jobs, brother. I'm not saying it. I. I approve, but I'm saying it might happen. I hear you. I'm just saying you're 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 probably telling a truth that uh, I don't want to face. Yeah. Well, he he um he, they did a British survey of hosts, and he's actually the only one I recognize. But uh, almost thirty percent of British viewers ranked him as his favorite host all all time. And and if you haven't seen, I I think. Any any nature documentary that has him in it seems to be elevated a level. It's just he adds he 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 feels it feels like a storyteller as opposed to just some guy narrating, right? Okay. So you uh, now you're a fan of of his voice only, or is it is it just the entire package and presentation of his? Well, uh, the presentation as well. Of nature and and I saw recently uh, a documentary that was more about his life, and he's he's always been sort of a conservationist as well, and he mm-hmm. he's, he puts his money where his mouth is. Uh, when it comes to the cause of the planet and 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 the climate, uh, so, this is I as I was uh, looking up stuff about him, he's doing a new series um, in the U.S. Sorry, in, in the U.K. called Wild Isles, which is uh, focused on the British Isles more than the, than anything, and they did six episodes, and the sixth episode, the BBC is not going to put over their airwaves. I think you can stream it, but the reasoning that was given was they were facing pressure from right-wingers because it had sort of a ecological message about farming, and, and uh, so they Ooh. got pressured so much by these right-wing lunatics. Oh, they snowflaked. They that, snowflaked on yeah, us. That, that they, uh, it's crazy, especially the BBC. It's just, just if it's actual factual, put it out there. Don't worry about it. The one thing I do find funny about nature documentaries is... In telling these stories, they almost have to um, create motive. In in uh, the lion thinks he may blah blah. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> that is true. I have noticed that, and that is it's something that uh, it never struck me as it has you. But yeah, we are what is anthropomorphizing. Yes, yeah, we're yes. We're, we're, <laughs> we're we're attributing motivations for really it's because we lack insight, so we have to say something. Yeah, and it, well, I think it's. Part of it is also his storytelling. We need a narrative like, the lion will search for his mate for another yes. 10 years. My and... dog is racist because he <laughs> yeah. was exposed. Yeah. He was exposed to French bulldogs who right. gave him a very hard time as a young puppy. <laughs> yeah, David Attenborough, please live as long as you can. I, I, I beg of you. Uh, I see. I keep seeing ads, and this this feels like, uh, a more and more in the last few years things where they will advertise something like, well, I'll get the friends and family discount this, this week, this month, get a friends and family discount. Our annual employee discount sale is open to you, the public. Right. And I feel like the employees of these companies would have a right to kind of be annoyed because part of the perks of working there, uh, perks of the, the job is having access to stuff that the public doesn't have access to. So if you get like this huge employee discount, 
you can kind of be proud of that and be like, yeah, that's sort of, you know, I work at, I work at Ford. I get cars at a huge discount. And yeah. then when you see this car company advertising, hey, you get the employee rate. What, the A plan. What does I had access to the A plan at one time. Did you, yeah, that's it's. I think it's fairly through Ford. Notorious. That was yeah. 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 But if other people, if anyone can get it, then what's what? It's not an exclusive thing. It's not really. Well, a they job should just perk. make an even deeper discount for the employees during the time of employee discount. Yeah, but then, then the ad council is going to say, "Hey, that's false advertising. Employees can actually, you, they're you're kind of stuck." <laughs> but, yes. But it used to be a thing. I think. I think. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but you could kind of help out friends. Like if you work for Ford, you could kind of help a friend get a discount. No, or is it strictly just? The, I don't the, remember if that was an option. Yeah. Uh, family members of mine could buy a, a new Ford family. through the okay. A plan, also. Yeah, but not friends. Okay, yeah, but fam, but extended family, which is which is yeah, still I could pretty get, great. Yeah, yeah, I could get immediate family members in on that. But I mean, you know, I'm not trying to buy a new car, so. No. Oh, I want to buy a used car. Yeah, I'm the same way. I although I, I my car uh, that I drive now is, God, I think it's 15 years old. I it, I, I got a I got oh. I got a Toyota Yaris, right. which is weird for a big guy. But I I had a, a Toyota Echo before that, and I don't but need a big. Tr- you're in a big city though. It's helpful to have a small car. Yeah, it's really good for parking. It's good on gas. Uh, yeah. So I got it in 08. As a new car, when I was working at a, a radio station, got like a pretty sweet deal on it. Um, and there's been times where I've thought, oh, I should get a new car, I, you know, because it doesn't have the the backward cameras and some of the fancy stuff that that the new cars do. Right. But then, on the other hand, I think, well, why why add a new payment to to like why pay more? It's low on insurance. Why 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 get into that? Mm. Plus, I'm kind of not that I'm a careless driver but i'm less kind of i get less upset if someone's door dings my my car because it's like it's already so kind you, of beat you up you drive an 08 yaris now here's the thing though to give you an idea of how little i need to drive in this city i think it we i just cracked sixty thousand k on this like 15, okay. 14 or 15 year old car yeah i also drive a 2008 toyota okay yeah and, and it's, uh, you know, it's got 140,000 miles on it, and I'm not uh, interested in no. replacing it anytime. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. Like, I saw it when I, my sister had a Toyota before before I did, and it la- like it lasted so long, and it was so low maintenance that uh, I was uh, I was like, okay, you'll get, get one, and, and so far, so good on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a Toyota uh, manufacturer or person, uh, please send money to us immediately. Yeah, for please our, send money, of course. Solicit a plug. It is uh, Josh Holiday Live. We will come back in a minute to answer women's questions about men. Now, if you want to call, if you're a lady listening and yeah. you want to call in with any question that you would like a man to answer, mm-hmm. you can call 6476-YO-JOSH. Otherwise, we will uh, answer some of these questions that we found and uh, try and help you understand the male psyche, the male sexuality, just dudes in general. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, 
cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You all know that thing you use to send text. It works for actual mouth talking. Josh stuff, Josh stuff, more Josh stuff, Josh stuff, more Josh stuff. Get in on the conversation. Punch 647-6-YO-JOSH to be heard. Talk that rocks. Josh Holiday live. <laughs> Yes, as promised. Questions that ladies want answered by men. You can uh, chime in with your own at 6476-YO-JOSH. 647-696-5674. So, uh, Brett and I will uh, try as best as we can. There's also some in, some scientific information provided in this in this article as well, but... Uh, the first question that ladies seem to want to know about men is, do you enjoy foreplay? Of course. <laughs> well, that's a straight answer. Uh, I, I, I'm the same way. When there was actually a Canadian study that found women would like an average of 19 minutes of foreplay while men wanted 18. Uh Another found uh, men who engaged in extended foreplay experienced fewer sex problems. I will say this: I, I, I don't know where foreplay begins. Like when you first start making out, and then you know, then the, it the, begins the during the day when you're interacting. You think foreplay? <laughs> this is like conception. <laughs> you think foreplay begins when you're just, just chatting? That's, that's that's what a therapist would tell you that you know you're. That's part of the you're, foreplay. You're, you're, yeah, I mean, everything of the whole day should be pleasant, right? No, no, no. Okay, but here they're saying 18 and 19 minutes, so I have to yeah, assume that like statistical anomaly. their foreplay is less psychological, less uh, The statistical analysis has not captured psychological foreplay. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so I, th- I think when you first start like the, well, as soon as you touch, I guess. I get a stopwatch out. Hand. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's handy. Um, they say they say that it actually uh, well, well we say that that it makes it easier for uh, guys uh, to have less problems and I will say that I would I I'm not great at just like jumping right less in problems I need to like build up yeah. need some time mm-hmm. to kind of get get warmed up to the idea uh, like- w- uh, one study suggested men enjoy foreplay more than women uh, a third of the male participants wanting it to last longer than thirty minutes. Uh, a tenth, okay. of, one in ten men say they'd happily linger there for an hour or more of foreplay. Okay, that's you know. I guess if you don't have a TV, whatever <laughs> diet of this that people want to serve, I'm into it. <laughs> uh, if you have a question you would like uh, a manish answer to, you can. Uh, no, women. Question. That's the thing. They don't need us to. They have men are lining up to explain these things to women. We're, not, we, we're mansplaining for There's no mystery it's for true. men. Okay, well, here's another question. Is it true you're so obsessed with sex, you think about it every seven seconds? Now, that that's, I no, think, no. that's kind of a... No, oh, can't uh, get anything done. That's like a, a an urban legend, maybe, or, or, or a fairy tale. Because uh, it used to be, yeah, oh yeah, men are so men are so horned up. Every seven seconds, something pops in their head about sex. Remember? Do you remember Adidas? Do you know what the sh- Adidas was short for? Is said to be short for? No. All day I dream about sex. I've never heard that. 
How fabulous. Maybe it started as all day I dream about sports. I don't know. Um, and we'll talk about Adidas in a little while because they're they're in trouble. Uh, okay, so, yeah, is it true you're obsessed with sex? Um, 54% of med, men said uh, every day or several times a day. Uh, 43% As said. They think about it. Yeah, a couple times a week. Uh, they only think about it twice a week. Now that's too. People. That's too infrequent. No, I. Yeah, I. I, I mean, it, it's, they're thinking about it every day. It's always kind of there. It has it just, to be the case. And there's so much stimulation in this world. If you're if you're watching, of it. course. Uh, yeah. What's the biggest sexual turn off for men? Uh, I for me, I think anything odorous. Uh, yeah, Anything sure. Odorous. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Odorous. Is I it. wasn't even going to go there. I was just going to be like, well, they only talk about themselves. That's that's okay. the biggest turn off. That is that is a little bit. Yeah. Um, but but I think odorous is a, or, or 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 really unkempt, unclean. I feel like you're all in the same category yeah, there. Yeah, sort of we're putting so, some brackets around. Uh, a bunch you're of just things. giving different accounts of cleanliness. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, this is another question from uh, ladies to men. Must we deep throat for it to okay. be good? Welcome. Are oral you getting sex? out of school, sexy yeah. nine sixty? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know. The answer, I think, is just no. Yeah. I will. I will uh, conf- make a confession here. I don't uh, like that act in general. Uh, great. Re- receiving <laughs> or giving. Okay. Uh, how much control do you have over? Uh, uh, when you happen, when, when, no, not that. When it when it becomes firm <laughs> for the kids who are listening. Oh my gosh! Uh, and the answer oh. is very. We don't have a lot, especially as a like if you're oh. if you're if you're like a high school dude or a college oh. dude. No, it was, it was the worst. No, it's it's like you have to find reasons to stay sitting down, or you do oh, that. It, it, there were times, yes, yeah, you know, or you sort of do that leaned over crouch or. Kind of, kind of, yeah. It's it's not a good situation. Although now it's sort of, like now it's a good thing if it does happen. <laughs> let alone yeah, you get a little spontaneously. Older and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how do uh, men feel about feel a, a woman's uh, uh, grooming uh, should be down there? How um, do men feel the grooming? They, I feel like there's as many opinions as there are options. There is. I they they say that the. For younger guys, they would like it to be smooth playing, whereas the older guys are more more and and I would agree with this. Older guys are more into the yeah, just keep it nicely trimmed, you know, not too much, not too little, just just I'm right. Just, yeah. I'm not picky. Uh, and finally, uh, women ask men, "Can you tell if we're faking it?" Uh, I, <laughs> I, it doesn't I really matter, honestly. Again, that, that would be that would be situational. Yeah, I mean, as a case by case basis, I assume one person's fakery may be inferior to another person's fakery. This is true, but I, yeah, I guess if it was really obvious, it was like way overdone. You might be able to tell, right? Yeah, uh, maybe. but uh, there, there's really no actual physical way that, you, like, a man at least you know he, it, it, for well, the most yeah. part, whether it's happened, outward indicators. Yeah, there's no outward yeah. indicators that that it's actually the it's been complete. <laughs> yeah. All right. So those are just some of the questions uh, women want to ask men. Uh, I but, am uh, sadly 
a man of a certain age still on the dating apps. And so some more slang terms that have come out. Tinder, the uh, uh, swipe right dating uh, service, has uh, (laughs) launched a dating dictionary to help older singles decode the love language used by Gen Z. Thank you, Tinder. Yes, very, you're providing a very good yeah. service. Because yeah. otherwise I was going to have to read about the New York Times. Uh, yeah, eventually, yeah. Uh, so one term is called cushioning. You want to guess, mm. guess what that is? Oh, what is cushioning? Would that be like um, when you're wanting to go out, but uh, just in between serious things? Okay, well, it's basically keeping several backup relationships to soften oh. the blow if the main one doesn't doesn't pan out. Okay, doesn't that's last. not too far off. All right. This one seems like it's entered the vernacular in a widespread way. Situationship. Uh, basically, uh, not quite a couple, not quite a hookup, somewhere in the, in the middle there. Oh, I see. You're beyond. You're like a regular friend with benefits. But not quite a couple. You're just in a situation. See, I feel like friend with benefits was always that that our term already exists. It feels like it's pro- that's probably what it is. Yeah, situationship is is the new Gen Z's version of, of FWB. Yeah, so uh, date view. Do you know what a date view is? No idea. Okay, well, it combines two words: dating and uh, okay. It's basically combining interview and uh, a date. So it's when a when a when a date feels like the person's being interviewed, like but again, I mean, questions. some people that's that was already happening. Yeah, but now they but put they a term. implied <laughs> that you were trying to get to know this person. Yeah, so now they've they've come up with and a just word. depending how aggressive you were about it was whether or not the interview was going to happen. Okay, how about this one? Kitten fishing. It's not cat fishing. It's kitten fishing. Okay. So kitten fishing That's... is uh, it refers to tweaking or embellishing certain aspects of your life, your appearance, et cetera, to make yourself more appealing on dating apps. So it's not catfishing because you're not pretending to be someone else entirely. You're just kind of. So that's what. So makeup. If you put on makeup that day, that was kitten fishing. <laughs> yeah, this know. cannot be. This terminology. It must, no, it must is be a, too. It must too be detailed. It must be a deceptive thing where you where you you change stuff about you that's actually not oh, quite well he true. colored his hair before but now he's let it go gray <laughs> he has no hair even he was kidding for that yeah i guess that's that's a catfish yeah a kit a if kit you have fish. i'm saying kitten fishing is just you change the color or you stop maintaining it yeah you're but i think it's the kitten fish is you're the you're you are that actual person but you've just changed a lot of details about you <laughs> all right uh this one is dumb riz is short for charisma uh, so who cares? Hey, you've got a lot of so, Riz. R-I-Z. Charisma. I guess you, if you don't want to use three syllables, it's, a lot, of, it's a lot of work. Saying he's, charisma. He's got that Riz. Charisma. Three. Yeah, you can just say, yeah, that guy's got the Riz, man. Oh, he's got Riz. But it sounds like a disease. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It sounds like an affliction. That guy's got the Riz. He's uh, got the Riz. He needs some penicillin. Yeah. Watch out for that. Take care of that, ladies. Uh, when's the last time? I know you kind of live a somewhat rural life. When's the last time you saw a movie in a theater? That's a great question. And it's, uh, God, well, uh, it's been 
five, six years, probably, I went to see the whatever the G, the Ford versus Ferrari. I saw okay. that in the theater yeah. at Christmas with my brother in law and my father in law. Okay. And that, yeah, that feels but before that, it had been another six or eight years. So I've been like once in a decade, probably. Wow. That's, but I used to go a ton. Same. So, and that, oh, that's a good example of a movie that, that, probably is better experience that the Ford versus Ferrari fair. in, yeah, in fair. A theater. Um, I used to, I, well, I used to cover movies. So I used to go along like, like a, a lot when I was, when I was doing entertainment stuff. And at one point there was a theater chain here that would, uh, they would give to some press. You, you would get this card, like the famous card or whatever. And um, cause it, it was famous players and this card, you could go to, any movie in one of these theaters anytime with a friend for free. So that lowered the bar of seeing bad movies and good movies. We would just go to every movie, no matter how bad it might be because it was, oh, yeah, it was okay. free. Um, but but before, I mean, did that spoil it for you? A little bit, but before that's the, what happened to me before that. Well, before the pandemic, I would, I would go. Oh, uh, that's recent. Yeah, that's within the last like three or four. Before the pandemic, I would go, you know, on, on occasion, especially if it's a, a movie that's best enjoyed, either because it's an audience film where, where you want a lot of people there to, to experience it together, or it's a, a, a film that's more reliance on big visuals and big sounds. Though I, I will add a caveat here that I'm not really into blockbuster movies in general. I like more sort of smaller story movies. But, yeah, it does seem like, uh, you know, something happened in Hollywood where over the last 25 years or so, more explosions, more action, more fighting, less story and less dialogue. But that's because the international market became so much more important for their bottom line to actually make movies make money. This is true. And uh, so all those things that you want are no longer found in the marketplace. No. Well, I think they moved to like streaming services. You find some. Well, of those yes, that's, it's now it's now known as uh, appointment television, I yeah. guess, or or binge worthy something. I, I I didn't even though the like the pandemic's not over. Let's let's say that, but even Fair though enough. things have have loosened a little bit, I was the one movie that was almost got me back was uh, I it's I don't think it's a guilty pleasure. I just like it. It's, it's the Jackass movies. Oh um, wow! Okay, I, I don't judge too much. No, um, I mean, I you know, I. I but that that's when that, a, show, when that showed up on Earth, I was into it. I watched it. I want to do it. No, you you live yeah. you, you watch vicariously. It's just like kind of fun, yeah. cringe. But at a certain point, they got old. Yeah, and then they're still trotting them out there, and then some of them have died. Yeah. Then there's like a schism where they don't all get along anymore. So now you got like the jackass dregs coming along. We're like, come on, man, come back out, Brett. Come on, get this going. And I have to just go like, I, I got old. Well, they've, they've, go. they've now recruited like a next generation. That's all oh, the new, the, the younger ones. dudes yeah. are getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah. But it's, it's, that's the kind of thing where it's not fun. If you're just kind of sitting alone on your couch watching it, I mean, it's kind of like a crowd. Like, like I like art house movies too. Also, also, you know, Jack. this guy got turned over in a porta potty, and he got and, poop all uh, over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just uh, riveting. It's that's like my well, my music taste is goes from classical to Motorhead. There's it's okay, <laughs> and, yeah. and anyway, so um, apparently during the 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 pandemic, uh, 
2,000, over 2,000 movie theaters in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, have shuttered, have closed down. Yeah. Um, and but they were on live support to begin with anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it movie, well, especially as the technology, the home theater technology improves, and and yeah, and, you, and the movies just got more and more expensive. And the movies themselves, I've seen all the plots. Yeah. I know what's gonna happen. Well, you watch the two minute trailer, and you're pretty much you, there's you that too. But I mean, you're sitting there and like, okay, this is gonna happen, and this is gonna happen, and you know occasionally you would get surprised. You're not one of those guys who says aloud, like, oh, you know what's going to happen? <laughs> like a movie predictor where you'll say to the person next to you, that guy's going to get get killed or that guy's going to get caught. I, I would tend to do that, yeah. Oh, no. Well, don't. Yeah. I'm not going to watch a movie like that. No, I'm terrible <laughs> in the theater. What I really want to do, though, ultimately, is make fun of the movie if it's bad. That's uh, always, that's a joy. Well, there's movies like The Room and that are specifically like played for audiences knowing that they're bad. Like, like they have cult followings. I, I'm, I've found one of the reasons I don't go to like movie theater movies anymore is because people's theater etiquette has gone so bad that I'm I'm almost anxious watching a movie. Like if someone opens their phone and I see that light, I, I've, I used to take to, uh, until they got rid of uh, pennies in Canada I would throw pennies at people who would open their cell phones in front of oh, me. Oh wow! <laughs> just I've never sort, been so aggressive. With just my, as a uh, sort of like, hey, uh, your phone no away. one would know that that was a a, a, a every you know a, a punishment. <laughs> I th- well, I think if you're on your phone and and something like knocks you on the shoulder or or, or like if something hits you, you you'd be like, oh wait a second, why am I? And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the people are just going to keep doing whatever it is they're doing and be like, oh, a penny. The worst is from heaven. The worst is having like talkers behind you. So if you go, shh, then you kind of have your back to them the rest of the movie. I mean, there's so many potential problems. There's that. There's the popcorn crunchers. There's the people. I mean, I've seen, you know, it got so bad at one point. I just sit there with my buddy and I look over and in the armrest between us, a bare foot has emerged through. Just right there to be like, Ugh. everything you don't like about the earth is happening to you right now. I I remember I was in a movie once sitting behind this group of like 50-something, 60-something ladies. Right. And it was uh, midnight in Paris. So it was shot all around Paris. And I guess this lady had been on a trip to Paris in the last like two or three years before watching it. So the whole time she's like, oh, yeah, that's where I went there. And I was like, shh, shh. And this – I. I don't think she knew like nowhere along the line had anyone ever said to you said to her that when you go to the movies, you have to shut the hell up. It's not a place to be talking. You shut up. Uh, uh, and I kept shushing right. her. The etiquette has gone down, but they were old enough that they should have known better. Yeah. She was at that point. And, and I, I, the other thing I want, I was like, okay, I'll go get an usher, but then you're missing like five but minutes. She of, was, uh, but you're uh, saying that she was so caught up that she was just expressing. Yeah, she was like like pointing out locations that uh, to her friends that I guess she had been. Oh, oh, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. And she oh, she no. even after I was right behind her, and even even after shushing her about the time, she just kept going and 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 like was angry, like it was her right to to jibber jabber away during this movie. Um. So two. Yeah. Anyway, so two thousand movie theaters closed in the U.S. Uh, and what you mentioned actually earlier about international. Uh, movie money uh, makes sense because uh, they found that uh, an extra 12,000 theaters opened in uh, overseas screens. 
There you go. Uh, so there you go. They're still in. And they're saying the average movie price, even though it, it seems like it's a lot more, uh, they adjust for inflation. So uh, movie in 2022 was actually less than in 2019 and 1971. Well, it makes sense that it would be less than 2019 because we just went through a great, you know, shrinking yeah. of the industry. But since it's less than in 1971, uh, yeah, okay. With inflation, so so the average price right now in the states is ten fifty three, ten dollars and fifty three cents average. So in mm-hmm. 1971, adjusted for inflation, the average movie cost was eleven dollars and ninety two cents. So okay, there you go. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. The uh, <laughs> Adidas having issues. Uh, Adidas yes. basically um, when Kanye came out as uh, basically being a Nazi sympathizer. Uh, uh, you know, we all knew he was a trashy human being, but uh, he took it to next levels when he he became. Uh, yeah, he Nazi. just kept talking. Yeah, he kept talking and kept talking, and it didn't get any better. Not a bright guy. So Adidas, it took them a while. I guess they were trying to get their damage control ducks in a row before they pulled the plug. But now they have this issue where they have uh, $1.3 billion worth of Yeezy shoes after they, uh, after they broke oh. up with them. I oh didn't know, my. I didn't know it's a German uh, uh, sportswear maker, but apparently it is uh, CEO Bjorn Gulden said mm-hmm. that uh, if they sold the shoes, they would be paying money to, to royalties to uh, Kanye and, Destroying them could raise sustainability issues. And the other thought I had, which which I, I realized was correct here, I thought, well, why not just do what they do with, with the T-shirts of the Super Bowl losers, send them to third world countries. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they okay, say here yeah. that's a problem because there's a market value to them. They would end up coming back here, uh, you know, sold for profit. There isn't as much of a market value as there was. Well, right. that's for sure, yeah. Because if you you know if you're buying them now, you've got to know that you're you're essentially saying, yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I was only aware that he had a contract with Adidas after he boasted that it could not go away. I didn't even know he had his own shoes. Yeah, like I, they're pretty popular. Uh, someone else they're said, ugly as hell. As yeah, I oh yeah, them now. yeah, yeah. Someone they said they look that, like they're 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 melting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they basically, yeah, it's basically uh, it looks like someone put clay on their foot. And put lines on it. Um, yeah, it's like all these swoops, and then they add holes, and they, they they look like what if Crocs were designed by aliens? <laughs> that's a good. That's an apt description. Uh, I w- I was saying maybe well, company can maybe recycle them. Uh, I I would say like maybe relabel them, give them to like, um, give them to third world companies. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. This applies, I think, to any kind of form of public transit. But there was a, a lady who was on an airplane, and a guy came on, sat in the seat right next to her in the middle seat, and he opened up and ate uh, a big package of ribs, corn, and chips. Is that okay or is that not okay? 6476-YO-JOSH is our telephone number. Is it okay to, to bring out your home food, especially if it's sticky or smelly, on a form of transit and eat it let us know lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Something bugging you? Need a vent? Where the f*** is Josh? This is your unfiltered megaphone. When you hear him, you're like, what? Dial 647-6-YO-JOSH now to be heard. Talk that rocks. 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 Josh Holiday live. Yes, live on the home stretch, winding things down here. Josh Holiday live. Is it okay that this dude brought big pile of wings and corn and chips on his flight sat in the middle seat oh i i don't know i'm kind of like if it doesn't stink i'm okay with it i i think if if he brought like deviled eggs or an egg salad sandwich or mm. something fishy i've i've talked about this before that I, I i don't understand how anyone could eat deviled eggs or egg salad sandwiches simply because they it's it basically sm- it's what a fart would would be look like if it was if it was a physical thing. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a physical. It's visual. embodiment. Yeah, like I can't I can't eat egg salad or 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 deviled eggs because my thought process is I'm eating something that stinks like a fart. Like I'm eating a fart, uh, which is unpleasant. Um, it and doesn't smell good. I I mentioned this in the past, but I my I took a, like a day road trip with my mother, and she had the idea that she was going to bring along for herself some egg salad sandwiches in the car. That's uh that's just not yeah practical. So I think as long as you I mean if you're if it's not stinky and you're not getting like rib juice or rib sauce all over your your neighbors or your seat, and you can keep it contained. I mean it's it's it is a funny thing to try to eat. I don't even like to eat ribs in public, just on general principle, because well, yeah. they're messy. Yeah, messy foods are embarrassed to be seen eating in, in the best of times. I will make an exception for wings because everyone else at the place, if it's a wings place, is eating wings. Yeah. And, they say, and so they say, the messiness is is just a, an assumed risk. Everybody is wing night. Everyone's, the, everyone's there's a quality pick. there, yeah. Yeah, same thing if you're going to uh, uh, going to medieval times. Everyone's eating with their dirty, filthy hands, and, and it's okay. Indeed. Uh, should mention this uh, this uh, Saturday night, daylight savings time. We are spring forward, so you're going to lose lose that valuable hour of sleep. And we have some factoids here. The idea of daylight saving time, first proposed in ni- 1895 by a New Zealand entomologist. Uh, nobody was interested. It didn't catch on. Uh, a guy in London in 1905 proposed it. And uh, <laughs> the reason was he was an avid golfer who hated cutting short his summer rounds on the links. Uh, Idea did not catch on. Uh, The Germans and their allies first to implement daylight savings time as a way of conserving coal during World War War I. Uh, Britain and a bunch of other countries followed. U.S. adopted daylight savings in uh, 1918. It wasn't until 66 that the whole country observed it. And uh, all Canadian provinces... We're on daylight savings time by the 1970s. So, uh, so this is something that you've had to, you've been compelled to accept by the Americans. I, I, we can get, we're out of time, but that whole debate about 
Uh, go ahead, go quickly. Well, the last time they tried to change it, they they expanded it, and and I think it was in the early two thousands because the barbecue grill lobby wanted it <laughs> a couple more weekends barbecue. of grilling. That makes sense. I I there's talk of just getting rid of it altogether, and and uh, I say I'm I'm for that. In any case, the the big message here is don't forget to set your damn clocks forward on the weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week at our our. Uh, New time. Well, the same time, but it will be a different. It'll be lighter out. <laughs> That's what we're trying to say. Turn on the lights. Open the shades. The show's over, but the conversation continues on Twitter at Josh Holiday, on the web at joshholidaylive.com, and hear missed episodes on your favorite podcatcher. Talk that rocks. Josh Holiday live. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.